Big Safety Podcast with Vance and Bart. I've been thinking a little bit about the value of laser focus and trying to dig into something very specific. So I'm just thinking about things like the Free State Project or things like that, where you really get everybody on the same page and laser focus, narrow your scope and just go all in on one thing. It seems like it's worked in New Hampshire. And for those who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like New Hampshire and like sort of the free state idea of like everyone just moved to one place and, you know, work on that. And I think like some folks doing like a local government thing, probably trying to do the same thing. Like the freedom cells and whatnot, or it's kind of like a little commune of freedom loving people or whatever that's going on right now. Yeah. I think, I think there's some value to that, right? The idea of everybody getting on the same page and saying, Hey, here's the plan, you know, get with it because you're either for us or you're against us to use uh, some parlance from your favorite president and mine. (laughs) You're right. Well, I mean, there's there's definitely something to be said to like the getting libertarians to not act like cats and get together on one project and work hard at it and uh, make some progress. Uh, but there's a lot of danger in there's not a lot of danger in doing that. There's a lot of danger in telling people to stop doing what they're doing and it's a dumb idea and you got to do this for one you're going to have fall off so say you do convince a lot of libertarians that it is a dumb idea uh not that it's dumb like to fight for liberty but like it's dumb because it's not the thing that we want to do over here on this side. Right. I think you're going to have a lot of fall off where like these people were excited about the thing they were doing and they're not excited about your thing, but now nobody really, you know, everybody talks down to them about the thing they were doing or whatever. And so they're not going to, come over to your thing they're gonna go back into hiding like after ron paul lost the second time um when we look at the libertarian party we see all this infighting um but i I think only on the twitter and social media that actual fighting uh, for the most part even people who agree with the other side of an issue in the liberty movement, when they all get together, they all get along. But 
they we are really passionate about our ideas and we need to remember that other libertarians are passionate about theirs so i think that we can be late we can be focused and try to convince other libertarians to be focused on the thing that we want them to be focused on i don't think that there's anything wrong with trying to convince people of this uh, but I do think there's something wrong with trying to downgrade somebody else's thing if it's fighting for liberty, you know. So you certain things that you do to fight for liberty, you can do that and other things. Like agorism, for for example, there's some purist agorists that like if you're doing anything that's not like everything you do should be some sort of black market if you can possibly do it right and some people aren't that into that but they like me i'm very sympathetic to i i love most of their teachings but you know i have other focuses i i do believe in putting somebody up there to say some shit that is going to get them some airtime as a president of the United States, I don't believe in getting a presidential candidate elected. So I don't give a shit who you vote for, for the presidency. Like I, I don't even care if I vote, vote for like, say I'm into Dave Smith, which I am into him running. Um, that doesn't mean I, I'd even vote for him, but I would, I might go and campaign for him. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really care what happens at the election time. I care about him getting airtime and people listening to what he's got to say. A lot of agorists don't like that idea. So I get what you're saying about trying to, you know, spread everything around and 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 spread the love so to speak into these different areas of focus and i i i take your point because yeah there is some value in kind of a multi-pronged approach um uh -huh. as a but but to me it's not it's not just about the laser focus because yeah practically you know if we're not taking people's opinions into account and like their morale and all that stuff, the like laser focus makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense practically. But even outside of that, it's not necessarily that I'm knocking everyone's version of liberty or what they're doing to advance it. It's also coming from a place of like a morale boost, right? Because let's say you are some guy you know, doing your own thing as opposed to joining my thing. Mm -hmm. If you're doing your own thing, but you're surrounded by other people who are not lifting you up, right? Mm -hmm. They're not other liberty-minded people. Let's say that those are other people who like want and need a state to exist, right? Mm -hmm. Like they are, you know, they're, you know, masochists to some degree. Like if they're if you're surrounded by people who like love to be dominated by a state that can be probably like overwhelming to you as a liberty-minded person if you never 
are able to, like, if you're the lone person kind of carrying that weight, that's probably got to weigh on you for, a, for that. That's, that's probably got to take its toll on you. That is absolutely correct. And I also see the benefit of things like the free state project, because in a world that there wasn't enough of us outspoken libertarians, we were so in hiding that I could speak for myself. You feel trapped. I, I do here in Georgia a lot of the time, but that happened and and it's it's great and i'm all for them convincing people to come up move up there in fact i would very tempted myself to buy some property up there um but that has nothing to do with the the telling one group that their ideas aren't going to like discouraging other groups from their thing because we had a we had the Ron Paul revolution through the Liber- through the Republican party the Mises Institute themselves most of the the higher ups there are still pretty laser focused on that pathway yes we have the Mises caucus who's focused on the libertarian party but the Mises Institute is most of them are very much so still on the let's get it through let's move towards liberty or slow down tyranny through the Republican party and my personal belief is that we've done that and there was a time and a place for it but our message is getting watered down through that because nobody can tell that we're principled because we're, but if I look at it from another point of view, it's really good that there's some Liberty minded Republicans that have snuck into office here and there. Right. So yes, I can't, personally agree with them even though i love the mises institute it's my favorite thing ever i can't agree with those guys on that thing on that strategy personally but i'm happy that they they did it they've done it you know what i mean um and we have a huge striving uh thriving um flock of just libertarians up in new hampshire that it's just it's great what they're doing um we have nevada i mean we didn't most people didn't even think the libertarians were still there from before the 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 strong libertarian movement of nevada most of us thought they were gone because the the woke leftists had taken over the Libertarian Party there. And then, you know, the Mises Caucus came in and woke those people back up. We realized there's, they're still there. Um, that's another seed. 
So I would like to take a step back and look at what the left socialist communist sympathy type people did with the democratic party and not just the party but the world they took a, they planted seeds in everything little seeds in every single aspect of your life they put government in a little bit here a little bit there they put the the race agenda in right there a little bit of the green stuff the the let's put a leaf on our plastic bottle and let them know we use recycled plastic or little things like that that little tiny things that seem seem like not much but we can all see what it grew into in just our lifetime when we were children the hairspray kooks were you know just the hippies like oh there's a hole there's not enough carbon dioxide in our atmosphere <laughs> there's a hole in the ozone and we're all gonna you know die freeze to death or whatever right and then because we use Aquanet. And then it grew into what it is today, where there's, there, there's serious talk about them using the same authoritarian stuff that they're using with the vaccines and the to push global, uh, you know, green type initiatives. So it's if we do that, if we if you do your thing and support other people doing their thing and you can do more than one thing too you know let's i think that that's where we need to be we don't need to be just one thing because if it fails it's over if we're if we're all doing a little bit here that means that you don't go into whatever you're doing and hide as a libertarian. That's something that is hard for people. You know, in the work you do, you can't, you can't come out as an anarchist at work. It would destroy you. Yeah. But you can also not hide libertarian ideas. You can plant seeds every chance you get where you disagree with somebody a little bit on something that you kind of agree with them on, you know, and just yeah. do it over and over every single chance you get every single chance you get, you, you plant another Liberty seed in every single thing you do buying donuts at Dunkin donuts. If you have a chance to, do it. We don't need to be afraid anymore. There's enough of us out there. Well, and that's that's kind of the point I'm I'm raising about saying there are enough of us out there, but are there enough in that sphere? Whatever that sphere is that you're working on, right? Because yeah, 
we can say, oh, there, there are these seeds that we could plant in this, this other area, but are you strong enough if you do come out, right? Are you strong enough to come out and in support of those things? Because if, if, if you at your core are one of these people who do want to like, you do want to be dominated by like a government or a state Mm -hmm. and that temptation overwhelms you because you are surrounded by people who want a, let's say you are surrounded by people who want a big government. And then that eases you into your understanding of minarchy or kind of continued movement of the goalposts. Right. Yeah. So personally, I'm not, interested in creating another government that's small but there's a utility for that um i don't want to knock that idea uh because it is the natural step towards an anarchist society that I don't think I'll ever see in my lifetime, but I would love for maybe my kids to see it. So I do want to get there to that, but that's not the end. Um, You don't need, I know you're referring to like people who, there's a lot of talk about like the Hoppe thing, you know, you take over a small township or whatever. there's a cell yeah right create a minarchy somewhere that's absolutely wonderful let's do that because that's one step closer to you know secession of a state or secession of a town from a state secession of a person from a town i mean that's what we're trying to get to um but but you don't need, I mean, in, in the, in the Hoppe, Hoppe and idea, you don't need a lot of people. You don't need all the libertarians to do that. In fact, Hoppe is really good about saying just because you agree with you're a libertarian with somebody else doesn't mean that that's the group that you should live with. There, there's a group of libertarians that you're going to get along with that you guys should have a, you know, a relationship. But there's another group of libertarians that you guys aren't going to get along on most things. You can peacefully co- in, coincide and, and trade between each other, but like living next to each other, probably not going to be a, uh, a peaceful community. I think we can all understand that by just walking down your street and going, Oh, I like that neighbor. And I don't like, you know, <clears throat> but so take over a township. Why does everybody have to be focused on that for you to do it? Like you do it or the thing that I've been trying to avoid saying, but I think really has to come out is that 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 exact point 
I think a lot of these people who come up, who spout these ideas, not necessarily the guys who think think them up, but start saying this is the only way you have to do it. They're looking for somebody to do it for them as opposed to doing it themselves. They just like talking about it. Don't like that. That's something that us libertarians got to stop doing. Talking about liberty, informing people about liberty is definitely a great tool and something we need to do. But the people who talk about one way to get there and every way, way else is, is bad or whatever. If it was so good, why aren't they doing it? Maybe they are. Maybe they plan to do it. But do you not see it as them maybe just using that as a call to action? I mean, I guess it could be. But a call to action isn't successful where you're putting down the people you need to be active. My idea of my liberty is different than your idea of your liberty. That's why liberty is the right way to live is because it is different and we shouldn't be forcing it upon everybody else. So if you want me to help your movement, then you certainly don't want need to be putting down things that are working in other ways. I mean, not to mention the things that haven't worked yet, but I'm talking about like, there are certain people out there that have good ideas themselves for a step towards liberty that are putting down and, and calling names towards movements that are working right now towards liberty growing the not i'm not talking about growing the libertarian party which they are doing but growing the the seat like the the plant the the roots are getting out there it's it's expanding my cousins are my cousin who was the I don't know, three weeks ago, thought the Taliban is who blew uh, flew the planes into the Twin Towers. Yeah, should we do our own little like, fact check here? Should like, we? Because that's what the internet's obsessed with these days is fact checking everything. So right. do you want to do a real quick fact check for those of... Because I would say that your cousin is not alone. And no, he's honestly, not. Honestly, even a lot of the people who are listening to us now, even if they're very like much in the liberty movement or they consider themselves libertarian they might not know that history i'd i'd be glad to hear your fact check on that because i think more people need to know we don't Um, need to go like full-on scott horton right like a six-hour episode for us who have sat through a scott horton episode or speech and drooled in in awe it yeah, because you know, I up. want I yeah. want six more hours, but we can distill it for everybody else. Right. The Taliban is not the group. It was Al Qaeda, Al Qaeda, 
Al Qaeda. Is there another pronunciation? Okay. Um, Taliban had nothing to do with it. Taliban man. So the Taliban was the group of fighters that we armed to fight against Russia. Which is mostly farmers and whatnot. Um, and yes, uh, Osama bin Laden was part of that. But after uh, Russia left, the Taliban, while they were annoyed with America's presence where it was, didn't really have anything to do with their farms and their tribes. So they weren't, they really weren't that concerned about it. Um, but so therefore, you know, Al Qaeda was split away, you know, and then we did stuff to piss them off. <laughs> they got pissed off and killed a bunch of innocent people here in the United States. And then we did more stuff to make it worse. And then so much so that the Taliban is now was eventually got pissed off at us too. Cause we, you know, we got into their shit. So anyway, well, I think there's, there's something to be said for the shell game of moving everything around and renaming everything and different factions <laughs> kind of, being named and i think quite the opposite of like an antifa right where we say oh there is no central idea there is antifa is not a group it doesn't have a leader it's decentralized so they can get away with sort of using that that way uh-huh. in previous generations we've seen a lot of like renaming of things yes. where it's like oh this is isis and this is isil because to the point you're making about, you know, the Taliban versus versus Al Qaeda, all of these things. If everyone said, "Oh, this is Mujahideen," and this is version two of that, or mm-hmm. or whatever, I think people would track a bit better. But we don't. Like we constantly are going through a rebranding exercise, so you don't know where any of these folks come from. Yeah. Well that and there, it was a purposely it was purposely done through bush jr to confuse the taliban with the al-qaeda they were mentioned together in everything whether even though that they they fought each other like they weren't they didn't split and were like oh it, we're cool they were it was a violent split so Um, yeah, and, wasn't and, exactly. And people are like, "Oh, so what's the difference?" You know, they're all, you know, they're all armed, and they're all. Well, one is like I like to, at least, you know, when tal when the Taliban when we invaded, it was just like a co-op of, it was like a militia of farmers. Back then, they weren't drug farmers. They were just 
farmers, but um, it was like a militia, like a Texas militia. Now imagine China comes in and invades your country, puts the government they want in charge and takes your government that you didn't even really know existed out and says, um, no, this is for your own good. What does the Texas farmer militia do? They go, no, I don't think so. No, no, no. Now we're enemies. Like we were, we were happy with like not even talking yeah, we, to you guys before. We were happy to ignore you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what happened. Um, and the bad thing is we, everybody who made the moves to make that happen knew that the Taliban was not involved in 9-11 every single one of them and that's your fact check for the week Mm -hmm. so what i was getting at is my cousin was saying things about the taliban like you know how they aren't we afraid of them you know doing another attack on the united states and i was like well for them to do another they would have had to do it done it once you know thing <laughs> but and and i was like all right well scott horton spoke at freedom fest and he blamed it on the he like he his speech was geared towards the bad things the democrats did you know a little bit more than the republicans because you know a republican crowd right and I was like, all right, I'll send it to him. And he's like, you know, so now I get a co- phone call from him. And he's like, these piece, you know, can you believe these pieces of shit? You know, and he's talking about how, what do you say? Well, at least the, he called me and said, at least the government believes in gun rights for foreigners. Because they gave him a bunch of machine guns and whatnot. (laughs) Like, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we should have him write for us because our our old writers are, uh, they're really really running out of material. I don't know if you guys have been listening these last few episodes, but we've been less funny. Speaking of which, I do want to do a shout out to Rare Breed Trigger for uh, fighting back on the ATF for basically destroying a huge line of their product. Um, Rare breed had a trigger that was a forced uh, return trigger. So what it did was, so I think we need to define what a machine gun is. A machine gun by the ATF's definition is a gun that under one pull of the trigger will shoot multiple rounds, right? So I pull a bunch of rounds come out. One pull. Rare Breed designed a trigger that had a forced return to home method to it. So it would fire, return to home, and then it locked the trigger until the um, 
until the receiver was was back in another round was in the chamber and then it would unlock the trigger this was all in split second and you could pull it again thoughts being you could keep some force on it and it would push your finger back and you could fire another shot another shorten your your rate of fire um so attorneys everybody patents tons of people bought it atf just without even redefining they didn't even go through the work of redefining what a machine gun they went under the same trump authorized bs that they used for the bump stop and just was like oh um yeah that's a machine gun now so let's let's dig into that just for a second before we even go further the idea that let's say a machine gun if i pull the trigger back and wrap it with a very strong bread tie you know that means that no human intervention is needed to pull that trigger again yeah right whereas something that is forced return to home that would loosen that bread tie or whatever right and it you'd get that one shot right there's a huge difference there so yes I know because I know you leaned in to effectively the idea that you want to put some force on it so it can increase your rate of fire, but there's still very much a human element to that. And I, 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 I want to lean into that because the idea of a machine gun, even in name is that it's a machine. Yeah. Yeah. It, it obviously is designed to give us lowly non-government employees the opportunity to spray back a similar amount of lead but it's a very complicated trigger very expensive um when a machine gun is like a shorter piece, <laughs> a filed down piece in a thing. And, you know, that would be legal or that would be illegal. And it would operate, you know, I could just pull the trigger once and it would just fire until I let go. But this was doing everything that we we're supposed to do going through all these hoops, designing this extremely complicated thing to give us the ability to shoot at least a similar amount of ammo downrange. And they just go, no. After all these people bought it. And the, the ATF was said, no, you have to contact the, you have x amount of days to contact everybody who bought your trigger and arrange 
come to some sort of arrangement. What? What? Could you imagine that with any other product? Just randomly, they're like, oh, Pez is illegal now. So it's your job, Pez, to call, you know, find every person who bought your product and arrange in the X amount of days something, whatever, to get your candy back. And they're like, um, I, you know, I sold my Pez <laughs> to somebody else, you know? Shout out to my homie, Matthew, who collects Pez dispensers. <laughs> you got to send those back in, bud. Yeah, they're illegal now. Because they fire Pez too quickly. So something I would like for Rare Breed to do, if they got any nuts, which I seems to me that they got a bunch of them, was uh, accidentally leave if you guys lose and you have to return the money and uh, like all the shit, you know, and now this is illegal. Accidentally leave the plans and schematics for your rare breed trigger in front of somebody who knows how to put them on line. Here's some mental gymnastics that I would like you to go through. If it is found to be an illegal mechanism, an illegal part to manufacture, I guess, and it is patented, is it then also illegal to distribute that information on how to I think well I think I obviously law doesn't really matter here because we've seen what they've done but right, I would argue that that's a whole other argument now you have to now you have to tell me to stop doing that and try to contact all the people that I've given that information to. And if you give it out for free, it's out there for good. And rare breed, if you do that, I don't care what the hell you, you piece of shit you're selling next. I'm buying it. I think they should go into the Pez business. <laughs> right. Sell Pez dispensers because if you're given the schematics for the trigger out. I'll buy your Pez. So to the question of laser focus, then. Should we all abandon everything else we're doing and focus on these guys and help these guys fight this fight with the ATF? Well, I mean, if we did that, we would lose a lot of other things that we were doing. But say we continued to do things that we were interested in doing as libertarians and planting the seed in any opportunity we had. And we also said, hey, or we convinced a few people, libertarians, to not only donate or contribute to 
the defense of this company and the product they're putting out, but do it under the Liberty banner. That's one other thing that grew that could, that could turn into a, a whole nother group like the Mises caucus and the free free state project. Like it could be like a defend defending the, you know, against the AT, uh, whatever it, it could be, whatever cool name you want to give it, it could be a whole nother thing. And I bet people who are in this one will be in this one. And the people who are in this one will be also in this one, this one, this one, this, like, it doesn't have to be one thing because I want to do it all. I just, I'm more interested in a few of these things. So I have to pick my time, but like, I think we should be open to everybody. Like if you're, if you're a minarchist who are, is radical and wanting to, you know, do the, the, take over a say a township or whatever like let's do it man i'm i'll come i'll talk i'll i'll do whatever man and then uh, i'll leave <laughs> you know i'm not gonna sit there and be in the government and shit like that but like i'll help i'll donate money uh i'll ask you guys i'll ask the people listening to donate to rare read triggers or whatever. Let's do it now. Let's say we're going to do it for the next week. <laughs> Anybody who sends us anything to our crypto address, we're going to send that as along with a statement as a part of the rare breed ATF defense fund. There you go. I like that. And I think we should do that. And for all the minarchists out there, who think that all anarchists hate them? I've uh Jacob Hornberger, I've read all his books. He's a minarchist, but he's a radical minarchist. If you're a minarchist with some nuts, man, I'm on your side. You know how small the government would have to be before we started disagreeing on shit? Like besides like just in our minds talking about, you know what could be but like actually in a situation where we were like oh a government that could only do these few little things and i'm like oh a government that isn't there i'm not gonna see the minarchist thing in my lifetime most likely but you know, I, um, let's f let's fight together, guys. You know, we're all in this fight together, and we just need to do it. We need to do it smart. We need to not piss off everybody. Like I understand, like I understand where people say, like, let's not piss off everybody, and then people like me are like, "Fuck you!" We have been playing that game, but like. You're right in the sense that we're not here to make everybody angry, but we're also not here to water down the message. 
And I think a lot of times when we do try to water down the message so we can get in with the crowd, we end up pissing off everybody. So let's not water down the message. Let's not call out people for just doing liberty a little bit different than we're doing liberty. Let's just help them if we can, if we got time. So um, for all those who are out there, think that humanity wants to be dominated and wants to be destroyed and wants to be, wants violence put upon them. Like we're all, a bunch of uh what is it, sadist right and then the ones who like to get hit or is it the masochist which ones it's s and m you mean statism and masochism oh. <laughs> right um like we're not i i don't understand that because you don't by what you're saying, the, the person who's saying this and people agree with them. You're not that kind of person. You found liberty. At least you claim to have. I, I, I don't understand that. Like, it, it sounds like, Oh, the best we could ever have is a little township. That's kind of liberty oriented. That sounds like you're trying to put libertarians off in a corner somewhere and just like, oh, you guys got big enough that we have to give you something, but here's your little corner. Now sit over there and shut up. I mean, it almost seems like, you know, something that a plant would say to get us to do that. There's no complication.